Hello, everybody. Welcome to a bonus episode of There Will Be Dungeons, specifically for our supporting friends who are all pod people. That's right, a patron of dungeons. Go check it out at therewillbedungeons.com if any of this is confusing. And if you're hearing this a week early, you already know what's up. But if you're getting it now and you're like, wait, what is this? That means you got it a week late. Wouldn't it be great to get it a week early? It sure would be. So head on over there and check it out. Therewillbedungeons.com. As always, we like to just take your questions and talk about the campaign and dig deep stuff we can't do during the show. So we're going to do that now. Kristen has a list. Kristen, let's let's do it. What do we got? All right, we're starting with some warm-up questions. And as always, we're starting with you, Bo. When Scott was having his flashback to the solar mines when he got his dragon heart, you said, and I paraphrase since it's been a month since I listened to the episode, his body was on the table and his limbs weren't attached. But when the heart was implanted, he kind of reformed himself. Does that mean that Nash is technically an undead? And would he fall apart if the dragon heart was broken or stopped working? Um, can't speak on the fact about whether he's technically undead. He's technically a human. Uh, that doesn't mean he wasn't part of some sort of Frankenstein experiment. Okay. And, and I mean, it's up to the characters to sort of write their own backstory, but uh, Nash, you've been a little cagey about specifics. Mm-hmm. We learned today about Slow Peters, for example, which, you know, <laughs> I, I feel like I, it's hard for me to DM that aspect because you have your own notions that you play close to your chest and do not share with me. Mm-hmm. However, um, the vision that was shown, whether or not true, shows that Nash is possibly an amalgamation of various people and, in fact, not an individual humanoid but that he was stitched together from various humans into a, an amalgam that is a human, but is a creation of some evil kind. I believe that's what the imagery I was going for, whether or not I think it, wants that to be his backstory. No, it, it totally fits. It's his choice. It does, not con- it does not conflict with my... But origin. if you think of it this way, if you've got the arm of Janice and the legs of Ken, your memories might be all jumbled up into... Walmart. I mean, who knows where those people came from? <laughs> yeah. And the fact that Holy you remember God. things uh, in weird ways might just mean they're not actually your memories, but your amalgams, memory information. Yeah. That and your self awareness on this issue is maybe really low because it's repressed. Yeah, it's and it does not conflict with my. Maybe you're not from word. the solar mines at all, and there isn't a solar mine. Oh, at well. least the way you remember it. I mean, I don't know. We don't know. Yeah, we may we never know. know. But you, you might know at one point, but yeah, right now we don't know. There, there is a solar mines on the official map, so we know it's an actual place. Yeah, but. it exists. Whether I was there or or parts of me were there, I guess you'll have to wait and see. Or they're just all mixed up. When John says, yeah, it's a Walmart, maybe it looks like a Walmart because of the mixed up memories. I mean, honestly, oh because John kept calling it a Walmart, I'll, I'll, I'll share a little secret here. Um. Between here, between Salt Lake City and, and Las Vegas, there is a gigantic multi-acre, it just goes on forever, Walmart distribution center. And I kind of like the idea, also because it's out in the middle of the freaking hot desert, that that location became, like in my head, that became the location of the solar mines. And they converted it. So the ancients, you know, it was a giant distribution center for retail stores around the country but for nash magard in his time it was the worst you know the worst possible place he could be so so even that even when little things like that come up just a joke from john it 
I don't know about you guys, but sometimes that kind of stuff will come up and I'll go, oh, that's kind of cool, actually. What if it was like the reason we what had if it was a Walmart? Well, it's because we had access to we had access to all that stuff and they would use that to kind of brainwash us and also, you know, bend us to their will. It's all there in a huge abundance, although old and decrepit, it's still there. And it was a huge storehouse for that sort of thing. It's the ultimate Walmart. You can't walk in and shop, but it's where everything comes from. Today so. we learned the most because you always say they, they, and I've given some description of what they might be, but you've really been light on what they are. Except for today, we found out about Slow Peters. Yep, Slow Peters. Which I thought was incredible. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Slow Peters, victims like me, but very, very mysterious. I don't know where they come from or how they got there. Fire elemental victims <laughs> like you. Yep. <laughs> they were they were used against their their nature, and yeah, I have yeah. a whole story about Slow Peters, but I'll just let oh. that come out as well. I wanted you to tell as much as you could today. I don't know if you know this, but I just, just wanted you to keep it. Extra episodes if we've yeah. got more stories about Slow Peters, by yeah. all means. Yeah. I think and Ash wants to bring that stuff, or Scott wants to bring that stuff out in game. Yeah, it's fun. That's fair. Well, Scott, the question next is for you. Logistics for Nash, you took sorcerer spells as a feat when you were already a sorcerer. Any reason for that? Yeah, I screwed up as just being dumb. And uh, chose the oh, wrong is thing. A, is this a you're not playing correctly question again? Yeah, probably. I, I mean, yeah, you can think of anything. Like uh, yeah, I could say anything Absolutely like, oh, my, purpose. my mouse clicked funny. Or I was just trying to throw the team. But no, I just screwed up and chose the wrong thing. I mean, thing. if you're just watching TWBD, but you're not a, a follower of Scott in terms of watching in his live streams and stuff, like, he's not he's not the type of player that's like, this is the optimal way to play. This is what I'm going to do. He's a, I'm going to have fun. Let's play a game. Yeah. So. Yeah. He gets that a lot where people are always, you know, saying like backseat playing, basically. And I think that's what they're doing with your sorcerer, too. Yeah. It's okay. We're just having a bit of fun. And yeah. And I don't yeah. mind that they do that. And also it's, you know, I am, I, I don't know if we ever, ever said this before. We may have, I don't know if we all have given our, like our background with D&D &D first time we played all of that sort of stuff. But I played when I was like a kid in junior high and then a huge amount of time went by that I didn't touch it. And that would have been, by the way, like 82 or something like yeah, that. Yeah, long before 5th edition. Long time, yeah. <laughs> and so, um, and then there was this huge amount of time where I'd always like, oh, I should get back to it, should get back to that, but I just never did. Never had the friends that were going to like, you know, push us all to do it on a weekend. Like, it just never got around to it. And so, despite all the video games and other things that have come in between that were D&D &D related, in some cases, you know, literally D&D &D video games and things like that, those were different editions. A lot of the stuff happens in the background. So you, you get super rusty. So along comes this. And part of the fun for me has been not, you know, it's not like every day or every minute I'm learning as I'm going, but there are parts of this where it's like, oh yeah, I'm old earth. Well, shit. Okay. Well, I can't do that again. Like you, you, some of it is just simple reading and we just miss it. But sometimes it's just good for me to, to experience the stuff in context and with, friends so that it's not it's not me in some book at 3 a.m trying to read it and and then i'm perfect at it forever i'd much rather learn it in context of the actual flow of the game so some people like that some people don't like that i don't know what to tell them but it's just you know it's just the sway yeah. of things and nash is a little chaotic so it fits in my opinion totally and it's a game ultimately yeah and it's we're all just having fun yeah. so whatever's fun for your personal D, &D group go for it yep all right, Kyle. Uh, formal Varel activate vest or chest, bow tie or no tie. 
Slacks is a king or glorious nothing. I actually had this picked out because I was nervous during food prep that I would make humans uncomfortable. So in the bar, we never got into it. I was planning to have pants and a vest and then one of those uh, like Chippendale (laughs) kind of hovering uh, collars. But it never came up. So I just did the whole thing naked as normal. (laughs) So ultimately just naked. Yeah. Yeah. Naked is preferred. Sure. Awesome. All right, John, this is a logistics question for Stanley. What was the feat you took from Katobal Kraith when you made the deal with him? I thought it was Warlock Initiate, but you don't have that now. That is true. Uh, I took Warlock Initiate initially. Um, but basically through kind of Bo wanting to surprise me with something that we had talked about and me thinking it wasn't going to happen, and then a home game that launched and having a very specific need, the short version of this story is I wound up having Warlock Initiate on Stanley, playing a Warlock as Diane Talus, and playing a Warlock in the other game that I played. And I felt like all I did every single day all the time was fire Eldritch Blast, and I was going crazy about it. And uh, through my discussions with Bo, I kind of mentioned it to him, and he was kind enough to let me rework what I got from Katobal Praith. And so I switched it over to Spell Sniper, and uh, had the ability to take Eldritch Blast if I wanted, which I definitely did not. And so I, I took a different cantrip from that um, just to get a little variety in my D&D life. Can I, um, can I compliment the spelling of Katobal Braith here? Because it's spelled <laughs> cat, uh, cat Table Braith. That's awesome. <laughs> yep. Yeah, well done. All hyphenated between those, those syllables. Cat Table Braith. It's awesome. As long as we can figure out, that's all that matters. Yeah, that's fine. Totally fine. And then uh, the last one for me, will Hope rebuild the Fate 4 or create the Fate 5? If so, what changes or additions will you make? Well, the story with the Fates is that each time the vehicle is destroyed, it takes on the next number. So the next one will absolutely be the Fate 5. And if Hope weren't in the group, it would be a motorcycle. But since it's got to be a group vehicle... Not sure yet. Now, we'll be like level 10 by the time we get out of here. So surely we can have the truck with the motorcycle that okay. comes out the back. There we go. Right. Yeah. yeah use the money of uh, Tiet Kala. Mm. You're the queen so after three all. three different vehicles together. Yeah. yeah. You're the queen. You have ways to get that done. But also, uh, I love the idea that we would eventually <laughs> get to the point where we had the Fate 8 because that's a cool name. I like that a lot. Oh, right. Yeah, I'm in no hurry to, to I'm in no hurry fast. to wreck the next three cars or anything, but you well, know. wait well, we though. Could. But for you in that situation, what would the motorcycle be, and what would the car that gave birth to the motorcycle be? <laughs> oh, that's true. Oh, geez. So the big one, I guess, would have to be the fate, and the little one would be. We'll call it the kismet. <laughs> the kismet. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. That'll work. The kismet one, the the bitch seat and all the the cars that happen. All right. All right. This is some general questions for everybody. For those of us that can only listen to audio, what do your dice look like? Um, digital dice on a screen for me. I don't have. I'm what not. What color using are dice. they though? Red. Um. <laughs> they're red. They're really boring. I mean, I couldn't. Ch- I can change them. So for for iOS users, I'm going to make a recommendation. It was like a buck ninety nine or something. 
but I really like it. Um, it's called Nice Dice, and they have every <clears throat> kind of dice in there you can imagine, obviously, including a D100, uh, which I don't can't think of any reason we'd ever use. But um, everything from a D1 all the way up to a D100, and then there's plus and minus dice and all that kind of stuff, or a DF dice. Anyway, um, it's very physical, and when you roll them, the physics are legit. Like, they fall out onto this table, and they roll around, and sometimes they, you know, one's kind of pivoting, so it kind of lands slowly, and you're never quite sure what that number's going to be, so there's like a little bit of that tension that you would get with normal dice. Um, I really like it as an alternative. If you don't have your own dice or you're not you know, keeping your own dice around, this is a great app. So that's what I use most of the time. I just started using the google dice roller if you just google dice roller it's like very quick and easy to use and i i like how quick i can have that ready um but when i was rolling dice and i might go back to it after how that dice roller has been giving me numbers lately but uh i had purple dice for stanley i had green dice for dine talus and blue dice if any of the tidebearer business was coming into play supplemented by some white dice if i had to add additional dice to the pool so mm. that was mine nice oh uh, by the way a secondary recommendation if you want to track your what you've rolled like keep a running list just in case something comes up and bo goes wait a minute what did you roll on your initiative before and you can't remember there's another nice one online called dnddiceroller.com it's super simple you just mm. choose your die you add any modifiers to it you hit roll and then it keeps this running tab of all your rolls in the you know for the last 10 rolls or something it's very very cool all right sorry that's two for me i guess that i would use uh maroon dice gold lettering nice i've got maroon dice yeah so i don't have a special kind of dice that i like i just like to so if i'm playing in your table i'm just going to bring all the dice i own and just have a massive i'm the guy that has the massive pile Who's stacking all the dice and making structures with the dice? <laughs> do you have a I bowl? Have do you put them in a bowl, or what do you? What's your? Yeah, here's my bowl. And when you're hearing this sound, when you're playing, it's because I'm pulling them from my bowl of dice. Nice. And here it is. Very nice. Look at that. Add milk, and you've got a nutritious part of this nutritious breakfast. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I use a green speckled with black dice. That I've been using since Cole Merrick, the Necromancer, when I was 15 years old. Wow. Oh, legendary awesome. dice. Yeah. Dice are like wine. They get better with age. Mm -hmm. The I longer think. you're with them, it's like your soul goes into yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> right. As evil as that would be, but amazing. You got to find my dice and destroy them if you plan on killing the D&D Necromancer. <laughs> All right, do the players have any pre-game rituals they perform in order to get into character before each episode recording? I do. I talk like Stanley for about 30 minutes before the episode begins. And you find, you I find an old lady to give him shit? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Start I went and picked Scott. on somebody. Uh, yeah, Scott, what do you think if I gave this sick burn? Would you feel burned? Yeah. Um, <laughs> No, I, I tend to just sort of recap what we did and what his reaction would be to that thing. And I kind of play through it a little bit in my head just to get into what his headspace is and to have the voice ready to go. I take a green tea caffeine pill before the show. Almost every really? week. Oh, yeah. Because I'm usually really tired at four in the afternoon on a Sunday. And so um, that's part of it. But the other thing is... Uh, 
I like Nash to be a little on the not hyper side, but I like him to be ready to just be. Stupid. <laughs> that explains a lot. Yeah. <laughs> so I do that. I also like to recap in my head kind of where we were, but there have been episodes. I'll be honest, where I just got here because I was late getting here or something, and I'll get online. I'm like, oh shoot, we got to start the pre-stream. And I get tweets out, and I I'm thinking of all the technical things for the live show. Um, and I'll and then we'll get we'll launch into it. We'll do the email. I'll pass it to Kristen. We'll do our thing, and then. Bo will start talking and he'll say, okay, last we were, we were in this thing doing this deal. And I'll go, oh shit, that's right. We were fighting last week. And I, and, and there are times where I'll just forget what we were very last doing. Um, it's usually okay. And you quickly, you know, your brain adjusts and you do whatever you got to do. But number one thing for me is just a little caffeine to get you going. And uh, you'll never hear me eat another sunflower seed on the show because I almost died today. So that was good. <laughs> but that's my pre-show that. thing yeah i try to i try to just get hyped up and sometimes caffeination gets me there i do drugs really is what i'm saying they're just legal ones <laughs> just yeah. like nash yeah <laughs> lick it yeah do you guys do the fergs do anything to like get all hyped and like, what uh, do you guys do? i'm usually working on the final rundowns of the opener because you know when you write something you get pretty emotionally invested into it so it's really easy to just get into the pacing from last time writing those things mm -hmm. um and then also something i used to do is i'd use a bracelet on my left arm to remind myself that that was my fake arm and i'll be going back to that <laughs> but right now <laughs> i'm a little tired <laughs> so, so that'll be coming back later wait i have an impromptu question for you since uh given your current delicate state as some would say I hate that term, delicate state. Whatever, anyway. You're you're very pregnant. You're about to have a baby. Do you, when you're writing those recaps, what people really love, by the way, the chat room, I, I, 10 people always say, this is my favorite part of the show. I love Kristen's recaps. I get emails all the time. Oh, Kristen's recaps are so cool. I love how she does. I don't awesome. know how she writes those, blah, blah, blah. So first of all, you should know that. But second of all, um, I wasn't going to ask you. <laughs> oh. It was about... Pregnant. Uh, yes. Yeah, yeah, it was about pregnant. Caffeine pill is wearing off. Uh, no, yeah, it was. It was about. It was. A, it's about being pregnant, and I'm curious if that made any difference in the in that stuff. Did you feel less? I mean, does it have any effect on your ability to write that stuff, or or doesn't it? This feels like it's more of a medical question than an actual D&D question, but. Do you feel like that's had no, any impact no, on it? No, no, it doesn't have any effect on that. It takes longer. I it it takes so long now to write that stuff because you can't just sit there for thirty minutes and bust it out. You're like being punched and kicked, and then you got to move positions because your back's starting to cramp, and then you're, it's it's insane. But uh, during the game, it's it's challenging because you're trying to stay focused, and then you got someone punching your lungs <laughs> while at the same time going at your bladder like it's insane yeah it's an attack from all directions and you have to stay alliterative and that's hard anyway no matter who you are i think that's a really it seems like a challenging thing but people love it when you pull it off so nice job and don't forget you're 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 recapping for two that's the old saying with the pregnant lady Yep, they all they all say that yeah recapping for four she's got three yeah, big kids to take care of when she does that that's true yeah. remember it was originally pitched as a everyone's turn each week and she, it just ended up being her doing it yeah she's oh you do a great job you should do it every week and everyone's like sweet i'm out of it <laughs> oh man 
That's great. Uh, Kyle, do you have a pregame? I do. Uh, D&D Day is my biggest workout. So I do a massive workout while listening to a playlist called Dragons and Rainbows. It's power metal. It's all things like Glory Hammer and about like the quest or uh, like unleashing fire. And Mm -hmm. so I just I lift heavy things and listen to glorious things. That's awesome. I love that. You're you're making us all look bad though. Like literally, I'm taking caffeine to artificially hype myself up and be physically more ready, and you're out there actually doing the thing you're supposed to do in a healthy body. So, Nash isn't healthy. No, he's not. Not LRP, man. Yeah. Uh, Bo, did you have a pregame ritual? Not really. I talk to myself a lot. I mean, yeah, I make sure my spread is all set up. I get my snacks, and. I, you know, make sure I don't want to have any emergencies during the show. So I make sure to spend extra time in the bathroom, <laughs> even if I don't have to go, make sure that's all good. Um, but I talk to myself while doing that. I'm like, yeah, it's time to go to the bathroom here. Let's do this. <laughs> I live, I live alone. So no one thinks I'm weird. Um, and uh, yeah, that's about it. All right. Nothing fancy. Oh, that's <laughs> Just like to get warmed up. Yeah. All right. And this is a cool one. So the troop has anyone ever run a campaign with a western or wild frontier theme to it and then for Bo would that be very difficult to develop for a campaign like an actual um, western I, like a full on like American West cowboys sort of stuff Is yeah okay I need I a like rule we were system. getting elements of that in slave town <laughs> yeah. A bit. Oh, yeah that's not, true not full on but there was definitely that deadwood vibe and yeah, I've we run def- yeah. I've run some Edge of the Empire, which is the Star Wars dice game for tabletop. And it's very much about maintaining that hunger, that feeling of like you always have to get that next bounty and you want to turn people in and the jailbreak. And it's really hard to do. Like Slave Town was a really good execution of that. It's it's really hard to maintain for a full campaign. Yeah, I mean, I, th- I feel like if you had a group of people who are really dedicated to the genre, you could probably pull off some cool stuff. Um, I mean, that really, the whole idea really intrigues me. Like I, I feel like in, in a lot of ways, like John alluded to, I think our characters lend themselves pretty well to the setting. Um, we're kind, I mean, if you think about it, Mad Max and apocalyptic stories, they're kind of Westerns anyway. There's a lot of sort of lone hero stories. Um, you know, the, the circumstances may be different, but at the end of the day, it's about, huge expanse of space that is lawless and doesn't have um you know society hasn't hasn't put it in its grasp yet it's still this sort of open random place in a lot of ways i think that is the campaign we're running so maybe it wouldn't be as hard as we think it is but i don't know bo I'd, what's it, your it's thing? in D is hard because of escalation like you know we were doing a i had a mad max chase scene i'm like this is going to be epic and be 20 vehicles flying and nash flew in a dragon flew away and distracted the whole group and well, <laughs> i'm like like we have these great ideas about Mad Max. We have all this magic that's just like completely negates the idea that they're chasing me on vehicles, and the only thing I can do is drive as fast as I can for as long as I can and live free for as long as I can because in the next two hours they're gonna catch me and I'm gonna die, but I'll go out fighting. But then you spell, you know, it's like I open a portal, we send our car through the portal, we get away, and I'm like. Well, the Mad Max, you know, it's not a Mad Max campaign anymore because because D and D is like based on 
giant magical creatures and just a sense of escalation to challenge players. You know, you might be fun having a Western, but then you have a beholder in your Western town and, well, why is it there? And, you know, you need to defeat it with special power. So, so I think you need a rule system to do it. I've been um, trying to come up with fun scenarios for Cyberpunk uh, mm. 2020 or, well, the new one now, the Cyberpunk Red that came out. I got the Jumpstarter kit for that. I've been reading the rules on it. Um, because that's a case of there's no mythological creatures in there. It's just role-playing in a world. So you could definitely do it. There's got to be a, like a pure Western where there's no, because there's no mythological creatures to fight, there's no escalation. Everyone's playing on that field. So I'd love to do that. I mean, I want to do a cyberpunk game so bad. Um, and I, I wrote a scenario for like a, a robbery. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just, you got to keep it more mundane and more subtle. You can't have, like, yeah, there's a robbery, but then a wizard shows up and, and, and the portal appears. Like, you can't, like, this is all very toned down. So, I don't know. Yeah, yes. you can be done. And I know there, there are actual systems for this. Like, there's tabletop. Uh, there's got to be a Westerns. Western RPG, right? There I mean, totally are. Yeah, I mean, there's the Firefly RPG, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I know yeah. it's a space Western. The weird thing about the Firefly RPG is you're supposed to play as the main characters, that's all you can pick from. Oh, oh, weird. That is yeah. weird. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if I'd like that. That seems awkward. limiting, to say the least. Yeah, it kind of forces your hand. But you could, I mean, I like hybrids. Like, I I would love a, oh, this is going to give away a dumb thing I'm writing. I'm writing something like this, and I don't think it's very good yet. But I love the idea of a Western, but mixed with other genres. So a Western mixed with zombies or magic. Mm. Um, can be done. It's just a different system. So you wouldn't want to apply necessarily D&D to it because then you'd be doing all these D&D things, kind of like we do. Our conceit works pretty well, I think. But for a Western, it would be it would need to be a system of like, yes, there are magic bullets, but how all those systems work are going to be different. I mean, it could be really cool. That kind of stuff is intriguing to me, but it's not. It's Apparently, there's a good one. It. I just Googled it. Uh, it's called Aces and Eights. Mm. Oh. Sounds all right. Yeah, I mean, I don't know much about it. It's got four stars overall, and yeah, it's it's a pure Western themed one. We could somebody if you wanted to play that, you could play it. Maybe we can play it someday. Who knows? Oh, I, I, mean, found... I still say we should Futurama this biz. Be Varel Stanley, <laughs> you know Nash Maggard, but we end up for single episodes in Cyberpunk in mm-hmm. Star Trek. Uh, and okay, and Wild is it West. a scenario where no one pays attention to it? Like they just. You know, you're a lizard man. No one says, whoa, a lizard man. They're all just like, you're normal. Yeah. You go know. back to Sherlock Holmes and have to solve tests of the Derber. <laughs> exactly. No one's like, whoa, Hermes, you're Jamaican and like old Britain town. Like, no, it doesn't matter. It's just, you know, it's just what happens. <laughs> like, the, there's a, 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 a sample of like firearms in this Western Aces and Eights, and it's like two weapons, pistol and rifle. Yep, there, <laughs> there aren't a lot of yeah. It's simple. It's like. It. <laughs> covered all the weapons in this list. Well, kind of tied to this, uh, with Halloween fast approaching, any ideas for a one-off episode that has horror elements? Like, just play as yourself with only one hit point or something to make it tense? Like an escape room type like John did. That would be so that entertaining. sounds like fun, yeah. I-, yeah. I love writing horror. It's one of my favorite genres. It's one of my favorite things to write. Um, and so I will... I don't want to commit to anything because I'm still figuring it out, but there's rumors that I'll be doing one shot soon, and there's definitely a horror tint to the story. Yeah, so, we're saying yes, he's saying horror, I, not I want horror. To, right? I want to 
explore that. Yeah, no horror, no horrors, but horror, perhaps. I mean, look, I'm not going to give spoilers. It's my story. I'll put in. Yeah, if it's a Wild West horror, there would be (laughs) horrors. They might be undead, but it's cool. I don't know, but what's your favorite? What would be your favorite monster type to work with, John? Um, I like anything that's just like ghosts and just just gross, uh, rotting corpses, oh. phantoms. Like I, I like the thing that you just assume is normal, and then you turn around and it, it's just absolutely not. I, I like the the stuff that's just inherently scary in what it is. Um, it doesn't have to necessarily even do anything scary. It's just terrifying. Yes. Uh. I'm on drive through RPG right now. I found a Call of Cthulhu campaign book called Down Darker Tales, and it's a Western Cthulhu. Oh, there we oh, go. Oh, okay. That actually <laughs> works really well. Yeah, that's a yep, good combo. We, did it. we found it. That's a great Perfect. combo. That's pretty cool. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, I'd play that. Awesome. And then with resources for D&D ever expanding, if you were to make your characters now with all the information gathered since you first started, would they be any different mechanically speaking? And if so, how? Well, I mean, Bo, yeah. you've let us change things on levels here and there. Like if we talk about it and you're like, yeah, that's cool. Like John's warlock initiate stuff and all that. Like we've come up with ways to work around things. But aside from that, I don't, I really like Nash. I don't think I would have changed him or would now. Wait. What? What? I like Nash. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't change him. Okay. Sorry. I missed the question. I think is what happened. <laughs> Oh, uh, if we were to remake our characters now with all the information we've gathered over the past, what? Oh, having having played for a while now, like, okay. Yeah. So you're saying, Scott, that you would. I would not do much to change Nash. I like him a lot the way he is. So I wouldn't change him. I got Okay. Everything's now clicking with me. Sorry, guys. I was. (laughs) Looking up Cthulhu Westerns. That's good. Yeah, I'm, I'm done. I'm <laughs> you, you, you can you can easily tell when I'm not paying attention to any shows we're doing. You know, sometimes people might be distracted <laughs> by something because I am just I'm gone. Sorry about that. Um, yeah, I don't I don't it's, I don't have, even have an answer in this. I'm taking up airtime. Someone else answer. <laughs> Anyone else? I mean, if I could see the future, I would have taken advantage in Constitution because I've been aged, turned to stone. Uh, what other uh, horrible things happens to Varel when and he's bad at his rules? <laughs> he almost got frozen today, but you managed to. Shut yeah, down they wanted to like ghoul touch me or something today, mm-hmm. and I wasn't into that. No, it's that's the right. Yeah, thing and your constitution rules were insane. I've never seen a twenty-five saving throw on a constitution save. I was lucky there. I rolled a seventeen. Oh man, that's yeah, yeah. I I think Stanley is pretty much where I would want him to be. Um, I went back and forth for a long long time as Bo knows because I talked to him about it a lot because I, I you know I it's no secret I like rogues rogue is kind of where I operate is my happy place so as soon as I was barred I was like okay how can we make this as roguey as possible so I was mm-hmm. definitely going to go college of blades and it just didn't fit with what we needed as a group but I've landed in a place where I'm really happy I think the college of glamour fits the character really really well and uh, I can't wait to explore more of that. So, yeah, I mean, sometimes you just got to stick with what you pick and you'll be amazed with what you discover. It kind of informs the character and then you like the character more off of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it sounds like I think what the te- intent of the question is, is that rule books get announced and you're like, I'm a, this kind of a fighter. And then some awesome new fighter, like the new oh. one comes out and you're mm-hmm. like, 
I yeah. do like the look of that new monk. That new monk sounds awesome. Oh yeah, John's been raving about that monk for a few days now. I mean, it's an easy fix in your next battle. Just behave completely irresponsibly and get <laughs> yeah. killed, and then roll the character. Yeah, why not? Uh, Hope, how about you or or Kristen? You're not really hoping in real life. Um, <laughs> I would always. I usually. I always stick with what I choose to begin with because if I were to go with a different class, it would be a wholly different character altogether. It wouldn't be hope. It would be someone completely different. Well, I'm glad everyone chose what they have because I feel like we're the really awesome mix that we are today for a reason. And that, ladies and gentlemen, ends the 30 minutes. The uh, mandatory uh, bonus one episode. One more question. All right. One more question. Okay, sneak it in. One more. Well, give All right, Bo, pick it. No, Which I, one I do don't, you want? I don't know. Let's see here. I, uh, shoot. Um, <laughs> <laughs> let's see. Sorry to put you on the hot seat like this. <laughs> well, and we're taking... All right, one more question is, um, what do you hope your character... And this is not from the list, this is just me. What do you What do you hope to see in your character's future should they live? Should they live? Ooh. Oh my gosh, that's To a become real... a god. <laughs> <laughs> to Perfect, to good answer. Setting the bar simple. real low. Yeah. <laughs> hope wants to ascend to godhood. Wow. Uh, for me, I want to live long enough to destroy the mines and ever and anything anything left of it, anything that reminds me of it, anything left on this this world that would. Oh, the mines, the mines, the mines. Yeah, mines. I want. I want. I want vengeance for the stolen. Yeah, I want vengeance for that place. I want to free anyone else who's who's not free. I want to. So you're going to have to sit down at one point and describe what it is, so that what I come up with is like how you imagined it. Or yeah, something. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've been in no rush. I'm like, but... it's like, I'm like, there's a Canadian tire in the desert. You're like, it's a Walmart. Pharrell, <laughs> is that a thing? A Canadian tire? All right. Anyway, Canadian sorry. Tire is a long legacy uh, home hardware style store. Okay. Yeah. Canadian Tire is like one of the most Canadian things uh, in Canada. All right. They, they're so Canadian, they even have their own money. <laughs> and you get Canadian Tire money, and then you take it in. You can you can pay with Canadian Tire money at Canadian Tire. And But it's more know. than tires, right? Oh, it's yeah. It, I mean, they have an auto shop, but they've got other stuff. It's like a home hardware. you got tools. Just think home hardware, and it's this place, but it's Canadian Tire. Can I get a, a French frittata there and like a chai tea or something? No. Oh, I don't know. All of a sudden, Guzzlebucks makes so much more sense <laughs> It does. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what do you? But wait, Varel, see, you, Canadian Tire money like ten cents is like a bill for like ten cents, and so people will walk in with these massive stacks of paper, and it's like two dollars of Canadian Tire money. It's wow. amazing. That's crazy. Varel, what's your yeah. uh, what's your hope for Varel in the future? My ideal hope would be to ride up to Principal City with a dinosaur slash like savage army, and then get in a one on one fist fight with the principal. Just trading like punches to the face, slam, slam. Wow, I like it. Wow, it's like the, the, that's huge. The mountain and the hound finally with their big fight. What does Stanley want? I think Stanley wants to figure out what he wants. Like he's at a weird. Oh, sorry. But what do you spot. want for Stanley? What do you want for the care? You know what would be. What, cool? what do I want for the? Care? I want him to. I want him to be happy. He's so oh, sad. <laughs> 
you know, we, we had bar high. Yeah, we had Hope wanting to be a god. We had Nash wanting to murder a bunch of people. We had Varel wanting to get into a fight, all easy to fulfill things. And you're like, I just want to be happy. As hey, if, look, you know what? I'm like, this that's world, the hardest thing I've ever heard. Look, this world is a miserable world. People die all the time. Things are awful. There's no resources. There's slavers. There's uh, principle just everything's awful like being happy in this world is a hard thing to do yeah. and i'm glad you I, weren't I, born I in medieval europe lofty you'd, you'd goal be, you'd have a hard time in medieval europe oh That's yeah dude sure. i think we all would freaking Jeez. die of rat the internet goes down and i Kristen like, wouldn't she'd be like i'm becoming a warlord <laughs> i'm gonna run everything <laughs> this is That's easy fair. men obey me <laughs> All right. Well, that was a fine impromptu question that got good answers. And uh, we hope you like this bonus show every month. It is part of our, pro- our uh, support system. So go over there and support us. Be a part of it. And uh, thanks for doing that, those who already have. And if you have, you know that because you got this a week early. If you are wanting to get things a week early, that's a great way to do it. Plus other cool stuff. So go check that out. All right. I think that's going to do it. Thank you all for being here. We'll see you next month for another bonus. Goodbye. Merry Christmas. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs>